dollars. When I earn X dollars or X pounds per year, then I'll be truly free. I'll do the thing that I've always wanted to do. I'll take the time unpaid. And the goalposts just end up moving further and further back as you gather more and more commitments. And I don't know about you, but lying on my deathbed and realizing that I never did actually take the trip that I longed to take is pretty much my idea of hell. Welcome to The Freedom Project, a podcast for those who crave adventure with every fiber of their body. I'm on a mission to bring you absolute freedom. Yes, freedom to do what you want, when you want to, but also freedom from your own limitations. In this podcast, I'm going to be exploring what it takes to live a life full of adventure and freedom. I'll be interviewing adventurers, explorers, and business owners who have set their life up to have an abundance of choice. And I'm also going to give you the high performance tips and tricks I teach my entrepreneur clients to have the kind of life they want and be the type of person they wish they were. So if you're not already, subscribe to the show and settle in for another episode of The Freedom Project. My clients seek two things above pretty much everything else, adventure and freedom. These are the four rules that I teach them to shortcut the time it takes to reach those two things. And I learned this the very, very hard and long and expensive way. And my clients pay top dollar or top pound for my help implementing them. And in this podcast, I'm going to give you them for free. I started my first business because I wanted ultimate freedom and it ended up trapping me because I wasn't really following these rules. I didn't know them and hadn't discovered them yet. And I don't want that to happen to you. And these rules aren't exactly obvious, but they're sure as fuck useful. And they're battle tested in not just my life, but hundreds of other lives now too. Rule one, optimize for choice. Belfast was really surprising to me and I was walking with Martin Irvin, a photographer through what felt like the backcountry, gorse bushes, heather and an exposed ridgeline. As the weather turned wet, Martin snapped away hundreds of awesome images which you'll probably be seeing soon and we spoke about what freedom meant as we looked across the city to Belfast. We spoke about how that differs for everyone but how there's these underlying themes, principles, if you will, that people need to put into words. What we settled on is that freedom means choices, choices to spend your time how you want to, choices to act in ways that aren't controlled by self-imposed limitations and beliefs, choices to do what you want when you want, and choices to be better tomorrow than you were today. And so many people spend their life pursuing goals they didn't either consciously choose or ones that are just watered down, tame, uninspiring, kind of air quotes, achievable visions of success. The way around that is to optimize for choice. Rule two, define your freedom. Most people never feel truly free because they're only optimizing for one type of freedom, which is monetary. They haven't built in the other kinds and it becomes trapping. So they end up like trapped in a job they don't like, bound by, what's the phrase, golden handcuffs. And decades pass whilst they tell themselves, when I earn X dollars or X pounds per year, then I'll be truly free. I'll do the thing that I've always wanted to do. I'll take the time unpaid. And the goalposts just end up moving further and further back as you gather more 
and more commitments. And I don't know about you, but lying on my deathbed and realizing that I never did actually take the trip that I longed to take is pretty much my idea of hell. But being honest with you and being obviously factual about this, monetary freedom is important. Like, for an example, it's going to cost me considerably when I go ski mountaineering in South Asia this year. So we need to get more clear on our definition of freedom and know that there are three parts to it that you have to balance. How much money you can earn, so that's financial freedom. Then time freedom is the second piece. How much you say, sorry, how much say you have over your calendar. And then finally, geographical freedom. Do you have to be in a certain place? And when you get crystal clear on these, all your path to freedom becomes so much clearer and it's actually worthwhile when you get there. Just a quick favor to ask. If you love the show and you think it may help someone else in the world, then head to wherever you listen to The Freedom Project and leave a five-star review and maybe even share it with some friends. It really does help me and it helps the show too. I can continue to get fantastic guests on the show. It reaches more people and it makes me feel great too. So I would be enormously grateful if you could leave a five-star review and share any episodes of the podcast that you love. Rule three, structure equals freedom. So Jocko Willink, I'm sure you, well, pretty certain you've probably heard of. Navy, um, Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL, and someone I massively respect I think it's got something slightly wrong. He coined this phrase, discipline equals freedom. And it's a fantastic phrase. I get it. He's certainly correct, but he's not fully correct because the ultimate form of discipline is systemization. And James Clear is way more accurate when he adopted um, Archilochus, I think his name is Archilochus's um, observation that we don't rise to the level of our hopes, but fall to the level of our training. And Clear points out that we fall to the level of our systems. One of the key tasks I perform with my clients is to systematize everything, everything that we possibly can. And when we do this, we're trying to isolate the key inputs that create the freedom they seek. And a little extra hint on this, you're looking for the 20% of actions that give you the 80% of rewards. Like how many times do you need to train in the gym per week to get the physical freedom that you seek? What does your date night schedule look like in order to maintain and improve your relationship and get the vision of success that you really want? What do you need to do every week to remove yourself from the business or to move towards planning that trip, that adventure that you've always longed to do? Once you've isolated these inputs, you can track your progress towards your goals and adjust if you need to. And also, it becomes less likely that you'll go off course because discipline isn't the thing you need. It's systems that create the freedom that you really seek. And rule four, book the damn trip. Going through training with the Royal Marines taught me the value of setting hard, unavoidable deadlines. In training, you aren't allowed to stop improving because there's always another deadline looming that forces you to commit. You've got a range test in two weeks. A big exercise is scheduled for three weeks after that. The commando tests are always looming on the horizon. And there's always a deadline. And that makes you commit and commit to yourself. If you fail to book the trip that you dream of, it just gets pushed back indefinitely. 
But if you book the trip and it's in the diary and you've paid your deposits, you have to make it happen. You're forced to act aggressively by using something called positive constraints. So book the damn trip and make it happen. Most people never achieve their dreams of freedom and venture because they half ass it. So here's an invitation to you. Commit to your next level. Commit to the trip and commit to the life you actually want.